You know, science and spirituality can actually coexist. This is something that I am realizing and understanding that it's all part of our evolution. I'm Crystal Escobar. This is episode number 33. Welcome to the Wannabe Balanced Podcast, encouraging you to become the best version of yourself as you strive for balance in motherhood and business. Self-made millionaires, Sean and Crystal Escobar, will help you discover your passion and offer valuable insight into how you can make your dreams come true. And now your host, author, blogger, YouTuber, and wannabe balanced mom, Crystal Escobar. Before I get started on today's topic, I did want to quickly take a moment to address a concern from one of my listeners. And... um. And, you know, I received an email or message and um, from a nice young woman who um, just had some concerns about some things that I'm sharing. And so I did want to take a moment to um, address some of the things that she brought, brought up in the email. Well, first of all, going back to the beginning of season two, where in the very first episode, number 21, I said that I promised I would not say anything negative about the church or any religion. And I have to apologize that I have slightly gone back on my word in the beginning. And so I apologize for that. But I also want to explain, in a sense, that in the beginning, I did not know exactly where this would lead me. And so I... I promise that um, without realizing um, where I was headed. And what I realized is that based on all the feedback that I received, that there are so many people that are experiencing exactly what I'm experiencing and are very interested in hearing this process and need the support and um, want to know more about why I have made this choice and um, how it, how it's going and what my new beliefs are and my thoughts and all that. So I have um, changed in a sense that I realized that my goal is is kind of changing. My goal in the beginning, I just wanted to be more political. I didn't want to... Um, hurting one's feelings, which I don't, but I think my goal is to actually lose the listeners that are very happy and content in their religion um, out of love because I, I respect you. And so I really did think in my last episode that I had lost all my my um, listeners that were really um, happy and content in their religion because um you know, we came out, we said some th- things that were, you know, really strong in contrast to the beliefs of the church. And so I think I just felt like I had this safe place now and I didn't have to um, be so concerned about the way I said things because I genuinely just thought that most most um, people in a religion would decide, oh, this podcast is not for me. 
And um, so, yeah, so I apologize that I have changed the direction of of my podcast. And um, but really, I'm just following my intuition and what feels like what gives me the most purpose. And right now, this is what gives me purpose is to be able to share these things and to be open, like really open. And there's no way I can share um, exactly my thoughts with you know, it's, it's just a difficult thing to be able to be completely open. I guess I'm just, what I'm trying to say is I'm not speaking to people who are happy and content in their religion. And so I want to kindly <laughs> advise you to just not listen to my podcast anymore, because I will probably um, say things from this point on that may be offensive to you. And I don't want to do that. I'm speaking to the people who are on my same path and who are experiencing what I'm experiencing. So um, so I do apologize that I've gone back on my word. Also, another concern that she had was that, um, you know, in season one, I talked a lot about all the things that I was learning from Jody Moore. Jody Moore is an, an LDS life coach and I love her and I, I have learned so much from her. And the things that she taught me were actually what led me to this decision ultimately. And I don't want to put any of the blame on her. I mean, to me, I thank her. Um, Some may want to blame her, (laughs) but I genuinely thank her for opening my eyes. She taught me, she taught me and made me realize that I have the choice. I can choose to believe whatever I want to believe. And when I finally um, started to ponder that and really try to apply it to my life, I realized that I was stuck. I could not choose to believe whatever I wanted to believe if I continued to stay in the religion because there were so many things that I disagreed with in the in the church and that I didn't like and I didn't want to do. And, and I realized that, oh... Well, maybe I don't have to believe that. And, you know, in a religion that really, I don't see how it can apply. You know, like the concern was Jody Moore teaches us that nobody can make you feel a certain way. And I 100% agree. So in the last episode, I said um, how in the church, I felt a lot of guilt and shame. And I guess you would... I guess it, I, you know, I am blaming it on the church. Um, and the reason why is, and I do believe that nobody can make me feel any certain way. But if you are told in your religion that you have to follow these rules, you can't question them. You have to, you just have to do it. Otherwise you lose your, um, you're basically breaking your covenants and that you made in the temple. So if I decide, well, you know, I don't really believe what the prophet is teaching about keeping the Sabbath day holy. Yeah, I can choose that. But in the religion, can I really choose that? Not really. If I wanted to be 100% active and worthy in that religion, I really don't have the choice. I don't, I can't make that choice. I can't just say, no, I don't believe that I have to go to church to feel spiritually uplifted and to 
have the spirit of God with me and to be guided and protected by God. I don't feel, I don't believe that anymore. And, and then when I go to get my temple recommend and the bishop asks me, do you attend all your church meetings? And I say, no, what will happen? I will lose my temple recommend. And so it just, it just doesn't, I just could not, I could no longer see how I could adapt that concept that Jody Moore taught me that I can choose to believe whatever I want. It just didn't fit. It just didn't work in the religion. And I felt conflicted with it for many months as I worked with Jody Moore. And that is the conclusion that I came up with. I decided, okay, Jody Moore is absolutely right. And I am choosing to be free of what doesn't feel right to me. And that's basically my explanation. So it's long-winded, but but there you have it. Okay, so you you all know I'm on this spiritual journey and it's a uh, it's very exciting and also at times very confusing. I feel I'm desperately seeking answers, wanting to know. I'm just wanting to know answers because uh like I've I reference back to where it all began. And, um, it all, it all started with my panic attack and I did a full episode on that. I can't remember which episode number it is, but just scroll down a little bit and you'll see where this all began. And it was the scariest, most intense feeling I have ever experienced in my life. And it all started because I had latched on to the belief that maybe there was no God, maybe everything here is just random. And that thought scared me more than anything in my entire life. And um, so ever since then, I've been on this quest to, to um, find that deep connection with God and to, to know things for sure. And what I mean by knowing for sure, doesn't necessarily mean that there has to be um, an explanation to everything, but I do believe and understand that learning takes time. Everything happens, um, little by little. We cannot comprehend this universe or God in one day. And so I understand it's a process and we're all on different journeys. We're all on different levels as far as our spirituality goes and our understanding. And, and, and that's the beauty of life. That's what we're here. That's what we're here for. We're here to learn and figure things out. And, and I think also I like the idea of believing that we know everything. We know it all it's just, uh, we know what this universe is all about. We know why we're here. We know our purpose. The goal is to simply remember. I believe we existed before we came here and we knew. We knew what experiences we would need to have in our lives to evolve our spirit to the next level. And so I think it's all about remembering we're here to remember what our purpose is and to feel and to discover those truths little by little. Every time I think about an episode, 
I definitely spend a lot of time pondering and even meditating on what I want to say. I just spent the last 30, 40 minutes literally meditating and pondering and really trying to get clear on my message for today. There's so many, the reason why it's so difficult sometimes for me, for me to do an episode is because I'm learning, I'm learning so many cool new things, but it's not always easy to put it into words. And every time I read a book or I listen to a podcast, I'm just like, wow, they put it into words so perfectly. And then sometimes it makes me even feel discouraged. Like, well, how am I, how do, how am I to explain that any differently? Or how can I explain that in my own words? or in a way that it might resonate differently for other people. So those are the things that I think about, and meditating before I do an episode really does help me get in the zone. So this past week, I watched What the Bleep Do You Know? If I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with it. I've heard, it, I've heard about it, but I, uh, I never watched it until recently. It's on YouTube, so if you want to watch it. Um, in my opinion, I... It was very interesting, but also at parts <laughs> very strange and and other parts even way over my head, complicated. I still can't wrap my mind around quantum physics and and they explain that in this documentary. And you know, I watch it and I just <laughs> try to pick out bits and pieces of of what my brain can comprehend at this point. I just can't understand it, but I, I kind of get the gist of it. I kind of understand what their point is, and it's still really interesting for me, even though I don't 100% comprehend it, but the um, overall, the, the documentary was really fascinating. I learned a lot, and there were many parts that really resonated with me. Basically, what this documentary is about is how science meets spirituality, which is where it literally all began for me. I love that concept, and I believe it's something that we are evolving into. We're realizing that they are not separate, that they are actually very much connected. And so learning all these wonderful discoveries that scientists have made and combining it with all these amazing spiritual leaders that we've had in our history is really exciting for me to see how it's all coming together and making sense for the scientists and the spiritual leaders, um, and even for people that are religious. I also just got done reading the book, The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukoff. And oh my goodness, <laughs> this book is going to be literally my new Bible. I just listened to it on Audible, and I also purchased a copy for for me to have on my by my bedside because I want to read that book over and over and over again. It answered so many of my questions, and it really so every bit of this book resonated with my soul, and so I'm I am so excited about all the things that I learned from this book and I look forward to reading it over and over and over again so that it really sticks in my brain. So the combination of the documentary, What the Bleep Do You Know? and The Seat of the Soul and my recent interview with Hibiscus Moon, we were talking about the science behind crystals and the energy healing properties of crystals. And I remember she said that 
understand, and she's very um, knowledgeable when it comes to the science behind crystals. And that's why it was so exciting to talk to her about all this. And it's not just, it's not all based on just your beliefs alone. It, there's really a lot of science backing the information that she teaches. So when she said that, you know, there's many people that use crystals and they don't even need to know the science behind why people are using crystals for healing and in meditation and for overall well-being. And, um, but she said that the science is just empowering and it gives you that confidence. Some people just really feel empowered by knowing and understanding the science behind it and, and having that additional knowledge surrounding it. And when she said that, I was like, wow, that is so true. We can live this life with beliefs alone. And I think it's, that's a beautiful thing. And I admire people that can do that, that have so much faith and so much belief in the power of their mind that they don't need the information. But I also don't see anything wrong with wanting to know the information just so you can have that additional confidence and simply feel empowered by it and so when she said that and then by reading the seat of the soul and watching the what the bleep do you know I realized how empowered I felt by having that information and learning the science behind the universe and in our thoughts and our minds and our soul there's science behind it. It's really actually incredible. So what I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to say is that knowledge is power. And I'm discovering that more and more. I mean, not power in the sense that we want to have power over other people, but power, it's about the realization of our own power, the power of our mind, the purpose of our life, and the beauty of our souls. I've also been really intrigued by Abraham Hicks' teachings, uh, the law of attraction. And um, and she always says, you know, I've listened to countless hours of her YouTube videos and she constantly says, you can have everything you desire to have. And I would ponder that a lot and I'm thinking, but there's a lot of things that I desire to have and I feel like I've had the intentions and I've worked hard and I don't always get it. And and so I've been kind of um, stumped around that particular teaching for a while because I, you know, I've definitely seen how I have been able to attract a lot of things that I've wanted. But then there's that also the the things and the times that I don't get what I want and, and I'm wondering, what am I doing wrong? Am I not, how am I blocking that desire? Because in the law of attraction, she teaches that you have to keep your um, vibration, you have to be vibrating at a high frequency in order to attract the higher frequency of things that you are wanting. And so I would constantly feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing good enough. I'm, there's something wrong with my mind because I'm, I'm not able to attract these particular things. You know, I would set certain goals and, and then they wouldn't happen. And I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong. I must not be having all my thoughts in order. 
I'm just constantly questioning what the heck am I doing wrong? I'm trying to figure this out. So after reading The Seed of the Soul and, you know, I've read many other books over the past six months, but I finally had this aha moment that there's two parts to us in this physical form. There's our spirit, our soul, our intuition, our inner being, but then there's the other part of us, the ego, the social self, the personality, the mind, Satan. Those are all the terms that I've heard within different books and things that I've learned throughout my life. Um, so there's two parts of us. There's our soul and then there's the the mind and um, or the ego. And the hard part is separating the two and realizing that we are not our mind. So I first read that and in Michael Singer's book, The Untethered Soul, and he helped me realize that we are not our mind. And I guess I kind of understood that in a sense, but every new book I read, I'm comprehending that on a deeper level. There's the times where our brains, our mind creates lies. It literally creates lies. If somebody says something the wrong way, we create a story around it. And we, without even realizing it's actually a made up story in our mind, we latch onto it as if it is actually true until Byron Katie taught me to inquire. It's all about inquiring what is going on in our minds, what our brain is telling us what lies it's creating and separating our souls from our mind and realizing that our we are the observer of the mind. And so once we can more fully comprehend that and realize the two parts of us, our main goal is to get past the mind and connect to our spirit. And that's what meditation has been able to do for me. And I've definitely been able to connect to spirit, to my spirit in the past, being a part of religion, but I feel like I've just been able to do it on a much deeper level at this point since learning about meditation and mindfulness and um, really trying, learning the practices of, of getting out of your mind, releasing yourself from thoughts of the past and the future, and learning how to become more in the moment and which definitely takes practice so once we are once we learn how to become more connected to our inner being we realize that some of the things that we think we want we actually don't really want it's our it's our mind it's our personality our social self our ego is telling us that we want these things but without taking the time to meditate and to really find that connection with your inner being and god you won't really know what you want. You have to learn to quiet the mind and really dig deep and discover what it is you really want. Only God, your spirit, your intuition knows that, but you are, you have access to that. It's just, it's not as easy as what seems to come so quickly through our minds. Our mind is more of an instant gratification. It tells us what we want right now in the moment and it doesn't take much effort but it does take more effort to get past the mind and connect with your intuition and really ask yourself, do I really want that? Do I really want that? 
And what would it mean if I had that? What would my life be like if I actually had what I think I want? (laughs) And once you really inquire and dig deep into that and really ponder that, you might actually discover that you don't really want that. Sometimes we are going after a life that doesn't belong to us and is not in the best interest of the growth of the soul. Therefore, the universe, God, cannot help you because God only has your best interest in mind. Everything that comes into your life is for the benefit of the evolution of your soul. It's just one of those things. I mean, you may be listening to this and thinking like, duh, I already knew that. We've been taught that our entire lives. And I know I've been taught this my entire life too, but for some reason it just really clicked on a much deeper level. And it's just going deeper into my soul. It's just really resonating with me. And I'm I'm able to kind of... Um, I'm, I'm just able to absorb it more because I feel like there's many things that I've been taught throughout my life and I'm like, and I know it, I can say it, I can recite it, but can I do it? Not so much, you know? And that's when you realize that you don't really know it. You don't know it until you can actually do it, until you can finally get to that place where you're actually doing it. You're actually using that wisdom that you've been taught. You're actually using it within your life. You're acting on it. It becomes part of you. And that's where I feel like I'm at. I feel like I'm finally getting to a place where I'm I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm finally getting it that God knows what's best for us. And it's not necessarily that he's not answering your prayers. He's not giving you what you want or that The law of attraction doesn't work. It's more that the universe or God, like I said, only has your best interests at heart. He loves us. The universe, God is love. Therefore, he, it, the universe can only offer up love. It's just exciting. This is an an exciting time for me. I feel more motivated than ever to live my best life. I feel this sense of ownership now, I guess. I think in the past, I've just always felt like I was doing things for God, trying to be obedient, trying to please God. And things have just shifted into this new way of thinking. And I'm realizing that Life is not about pleasing God, worshiping God, being obedient to God. It's more about fulfilling our purpose and the evolution of our soul. We are here on the earth school. I love many of the books and Oprah and lots of other people refer to life here on earth as the earth school. And that's literally what it is. I don't feel like there's... Um, sin. I don't feel like we're supposed to be following certain rules. It's simply living our life, connecting to our inner being, our intuition, and discovering little by little what our purpose is and going with the flow. 
you know, when I meditate, I just literally close my eyes and I imagine my, myself flowing in life. I'm swaying as I say that because <laughs> I just love the idea of releasing so much of the pressure and the guilt and the shame and the stress that I've carried for my entire life, trying to live up to a certain standard, trying to please God and feeling constantly like I was letting him down. But I've been able to release all that. And I'm just realizing that there's just so much more to life than I ever even realized. And I'm just loving all the books that I'm reading. I highly recommend you guys starting with the book, The Journey of Souls. That one really was one of the first books that I read uh, about six months ago. And it was, it gave me so much peace and everything about it just felt so wonderful. I love learning about our souls. I love learning about how we existed before and the purpose of this earth and how we will go on after death. It brings me much peace knowing that. And I feel like I, I really know that. I feel it. And that's what it all comes down to. So thank you guys. And I will see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.